guys. Welcome back to Closet Conversations Podcast. My name is Luke. My name is Dingus. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to make as few jokes as possible in this episode so Josh doesn't wake up every single person on the planet Earth. (laughs) My name's Josh, sorry. My name's not. It's not. My name is not Dingus. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Is it coming through? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So before we start this episode, yeah. this is not a good thing to bring up, but I I would say I've learned a lot hmm. about Josh oh, generally gosh. in our relationship and through the podcast, but what has happened recently? Here? I've just well, like I've just learned kind of three things about me. About you. Oh boy. And that's going to be bad things, aren't they? Josh is really good with Don't <laughs> Don't say what you're about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Ladders lorries and ladies because oh, this guy is lorries? trucks i think that's like the english term like british term for like slang for truck because oh. this guy can load a truck he can oh. roof your house and he doesn't kiss and tell but i hear he's very romantic so i just <laughs> thought i'd bring that up because i just was so excited Wait, who do you hear for those from? three le- yourself um <laughs> <laughs> I learned from Patsu from Castle Sky. Castle Sky. Yeah. He's my educator on the romance. Yes. Yeah. Um, he's a child <laughs> in short shorts. <laughs> and he's fictional as yeah. well. Thanks. I, guess. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I didn't even shingle the roof. I just hold them up the ladder. Oh, okay. Well, and bragging now. No, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying I just, <laughs> just carried them up the ladder. And in the movie, I actually don't think I packed that moving van very well. Um, I don't know. You're a pro by I mean, my standards. I can never. I feel like even I couldn't pack a van like. Oh, that. you're so <laughs> condescending. You've moved way more than I have. Give me a break. <laughs> was, this joke was not useful. Um, I've learned three things about oh, you. Oh boy, here we go. You wrote this down ahead of time. No, I actually didn't. You didn't. I just. Oh well, you're just that. Yeah, it's that quick. I needed to, to do the alliteration slow. thing, but yeah. um, you are generous. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> genuine. Oh, the good. This is perfect stuff. Generous, genuine, and uh, generally. Um, oh boy, oh, that already sounds like an insult. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> generally, uh, anything. It's uh, gen- you're genuine, generous, and uh, just generally. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm taking too long. Kind of <laughs> the third one. <laughs> I almost had it too. Today we are talking about maybe. Are we doing the final? I think this is our final one because okay. it's six, right? Six is kind of a nice. I think you know. I don't know. So possibly, or, potentially, we're closing off the series of. Our, it could be a Fast and Furious thing of like we bring it back again, but yeah, this Hobbs is and Fast Shaw and Furious style. Six, yeah, uh, of our priest movies, of our priest movies, and we know it's the one you've all been waiting for. Is that right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's anyone waiting. <laughs> uh, Spotlight, 2015's best picture. Yeah, 2015 between this and. Big Short alone, like the most two rewatchable movies came out in the same year. Uh, watch, three of the most because Mad Max Fury Road also Mad came Max out. In 2015. Also, I want to watch that so bad again. It's I so only seen it once. I think I've seen it twice, Oof, but I want. I've probably seen it five or six times. I want to see it again so bad. I was thinking about. I it. could watch it right now. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah! Oh, absolutely. it's so rewatchable. Yeah. Those three movies, though, man. 2015 was weirdly a good year for film. Weirdly good. Year. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's 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 insane film. Like <laughs> Mad Max, you're talking about. No. no. Like the success of years, like 2014 was an intensely really good, good year. Really good. 2015 was great. 2016 was great. 2017 was amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 2018 also great. 
I just think cinema is getting better and better and better. Phantom Thread came out in 2017. You know what I'm talking about. Phantom Thread came out in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> I like, way, way that's more energy the than the true. Had, than I had yeah, <laughs> that's the true Paul Thomas Anderson, Daniel Day Lewis movie man right there. Ooh, Phantom Thread's so good. And you know what? I'm. I think I'm correct. I think I figured it out. I think I solved the puzzle. Daniel Day Lewis in There Will Be Blood is like a moment of the stars aligning. No, no. He's he's so boring. He's so bland. For the listeners at home, Luke was doing like exorcism, like no, like at crosses. (laughs) (laughs) He's so unbelievable. At the end of the Phantom Thread, when he's like smiling, is he? Oh my gosh, Ugh. he's just doing so much different stuff. He's so different. There's no point to that whole entire movie. I think that movie is a thousand times more deep and interesting, and you don't know what? exactly what it's talking about. Whereas you completely know everything. You start. Uh, watch, there will be blood. You don't learn anything in the course of there will be blood. It doesn't explain anything. There will be blood. It's just the. It's just there will be blood. It's just greed in the most boring generic no, it's way. It's way could more be than just greed. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. These are all my quiet <laughs> reactions, yeah. as opposed to being like, yeah, "Sorry, I'm no." Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Um, we're gonna eventually move. We got to yeah. whispering at eleven thirty, but yeah, okay, yeah, that's good. Well, I don't know if we, I, yeah, no, I, no, I'm into to. that. Like, I want that. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about spotlight. We're talking about spotlight. This is a different take on a priest movie because there's not really any priests in it. It's more about them. Yeah. So. Is this your bad rendition of your usual, like, here's the background information? Oh, I don't, just trying to- I don't have that. I'm just like, trying to make it up now. I don't know anything else Tom McCarthy directed. Um, this movie, I know nothing about this movie. I know Howard Short of the score, and the score is beautiful. It's a good score. It's kind of, maybe it's because I've rewatched it so many times, but I'm almost like tired of the score. And when I start right? hearing it, when I rewatch it and that little theme comes in, I'm kind of like, <laughs> I don't know if I like that, actually. <laughs> you just watch it so It's not times. quite my tempo. Yeah. Um, yeah, fair enough. Not my tempo. That's yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, that's good. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have yelled it. Um, <laughs> but uh, it won Best Picture and it won Best Original Screenplay. And it wasn't, I think Mark Ruffalo was nominated for Best Supporting Actor, but he shouldn't have been and the one nominated. It, I mean, absolutely. Watching it again, especially, he should not have been the one nominated. And like, you know, I was hearing some people say this about Andrew Garfield recently, and I'm willing to agree that he kind of overacts sometimes. Andrew Garfield? And yes. That's definitely true about Mark Ruffalo, too. Let's not... In this movie? In general, but for sure in this movie. Yes, but his hands like together for eats pizza. Come on, that is overacting at its not finest. <laughs> no, he's getting into the character of just this guy that's no, like... But he's, he's doing... He has to play with things and no, he's like... No, but that's all, that's all like overacting no, cheap I kind of, BS. No, like, I kind of like it. I, I know you do, but that's just because you're the only person who manifests like Mark Ruffalo I in reality. I just like Mark Ruffalo as a person. I just don't know how Have you seen the movie? So insufferable. Have you seen the movie Infinitely Polar Bear? Is that probably about the environment? No, it's about okay, the guy when he, bipolar. Okay, because when he talks about the environment, man, ooh boy, it's like listening to Leonardo DiCaprio talk about the environment. Oh, You're just like, bad? I hate this guy. I hate celebrities that don't know, like, it feels like most celebrities, they just don't know anything about anything. And, and they're, they're just like, to, this is my issue, and it's like, get out of here. Yeah, man. I know. And Mark Ruffalo's pretty bad for that. Although, have you seen Daniel Day-Lewis? And like, I feel like the true actor. I did see him in the Phantom Thread. Yeah, I know you saw him in the Phantom Thread. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis talking about different things in interviews is always very genuine. Well, that's because he's like a real person. Yeah. Because he... Same thing with Marlon Brando. It's because... Well, but Marlon Brando is a lunatic. He's not like a real person. He's like yeah, a but, psychopath. Yeah, he's a psychopath. But when he had the... And he's dead and running the ground, so who gives a crap? Um. <laughs> well, 
when he had that indigenous <laughs> woman come up and accept his award. That was cool. I, was it though? I, I thought so. I just, I don't know. She literally got booed. I love our quiet. <laughs> I thought so. I thought so. Come on, don't don't give me that. Like that was a, that was a beautiful thing that he did. I'm, I'm in between on it. I, I thought so initially, but I just I can't decide. Anyways, um, this movie won Best Picture. I remember when it won, and I was thinking, I don't think it should have won Best Picture. Yeah, for sure not. Big Short's a for sure better movie. Mm, I'm trying to think what other nominees. Well, are. I don't know what other nominees are. Let's take the time here, and uh, should we? you'll search them, and we'll cut out okay. the waiting just view <laughs> search. Well, you you start off the introduction of the plot while I'm searching. That's a really bad idea. <laughs> Why? Because then we'll have to cut off yeah, for you to bring stupid. up. Should I just not do it? No, I really want to know now. I remember there's one movie in tw- from 2015. I think it, it's not Mad Max, but I was like, this movie should have won this picture. Okay. Uh, Spotlight, Bridge of Spies, Ugh. Brooklyn. Mad Max Fury Road, Room. Room is the other one. That's what I thought should have won this picture. But I don't think Room is better than Big Short. Uh, room? I watched Room and I was like... Room, the Big Short, The Martian, <laughs> and The Revenant. Revenant's great. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. You, Please, no. Alejandro, you, know, you don't like him. Yeah, but I don't like a lot of stuff. Yeah, you don't that. like Mexican directors. I also don't like... He doesn't like Mexicans. I mean, I basically don't. Not Mexicans, but Mexican <laughs> directors based on the... Uh, but you like children, men. Children, man. You like Roma? I, I like I like Roma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, distinction. I, I don't. I don't. I watch Roma again. There's one. You like you? Romo. <laughs> Romo. I said Romo. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of mispronunciation yeah. in this podcast. Oh yeah. It's Roma good. is getting quite close to a ten out of ten in my books. Oh no! Like. I don't see anything wrong with it. Frick. The long shot of her giving birth to that stillborn baby, I'm just like, I'm not oh saying it's not gosh. good. I'm just not like, oh my gosh, what an <laughs> unbelievable. Doesn't even compare to Hunger, let me tell you that right now. Yeah, well, I mean, let's watch Hunger again together. We <laughs> ruined it. We ruined every movie we watched together. I'm just like, I hated that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Big Short's for sure better than this movie. Yeah, no, it's not best of the year, but man, heck, is it rewatchable. Yeah. Really it's, clean movie. It's unbelievable cl- acting. In which this like this is one of these examples Spotlight. of these movies where you're like, on Spotlight Spotlight okay you went back to <laughs> where it. you're Thank like yes yeah, sir it's one of these movies where like like you'd be like oh man like Walking Phoenix is the best actor of all time or like Christian Bale or like Philip Seymour Hoffman or whatever but yeah. every like background actor in this movie is the best actor of all time yes Everyone's that's the amazing thing like all these people everyone's just putting their doing their best performance because you don't notice them at all yeah but it's like that's because they're doing such a good job because they're fulfilling the drama and the story at the baseball game that other guy who works at the He's just so good. You're like, oh yeah, he's acting right yeah. now. This is fake. All the victims are yeah. amazing. The, even the phone calls, everyone who's on the phone. The priests are great. The They're bishops. Just, everyone's just fully yeah. in there. Yeah, I, I love yeah. I love the way the um, everything's just seamless. But the person who should have been nominated is Leah Shrubler or whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all my notes, I just um, named every character things that they've been. So, like, yesterday, when I watched most of it, so, like, yeah. Sabretooth is what I kept calling him because he played Sabretooth. <laughs> Leaf Schreiber. Leaf Schreiber, yeah, thank you. Leaf Schreiber, I've always... I'm, like, yelling. <laughs> I've always... Never, I never really liked him. Oh, I, I thought he was just once I saw him as Sabretooth, I was like, and even the first time I watched Spotlight, I was like, this is bland. And then when I was rewatching, I was like, the subtle performance that he's giving here is unbelievable. Like the way he's acting with his eyes, oh, yeah. and like this tone of voice is unbelievable. He's, like he should have been. He's nominated. doing a. Maybe we'll get into, it, but he's doing a perfect job of being 
an outsider, which oh. is so much what he is in the movie. Like he's he, you know, every scene you oh, see him, and man. suddenly it's like, oh, he stands out in the room yeah. and stuff. Like totally. And I don't know how you do that. Like I don't know how you do it's that. partly the blocking, it's like, partly all that stuff. Yeah, but it's also exactly. partly just his presence on on camera. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, so the movie opens. Yeah. In 1976, and it's basically just like at a police I don't really station. Understand this it's just showing basic. I feel like it's just basically setting up, showing the the relationship of how all of society's covering up things. So it's like the police, the church, the DA is there, and it's all just to. It's clearly a situation of a priest abusing some kids, and, and at the end of the scene, the, you see the priest walk out. But the, one of the priests come and gets the other priest, right? Exactly, and so it's like, oh, he got off, and it's thanks to all these, you know, various the people cops, covering yeah. up, like, yeah. So is that something specifically about Boston because it's such a Catholic place? I mean, I think throughout the movie you find that it isn't statistically. It seems right. like kind it's, of, but I think it's happening everywhere. Yeah, but I yeah. think it, you know, I think there was a lot of that in the states specifically yeah. in general, and Boston's a really Catholic place, so therefore there'd be yeah. a higher yeah. rate of it. Yeah, generally or something. Yeah, which is fair. Like it's, I don't know what it is about. Like I just feel like those eastern, like coastal t- t- places are just more Catholic. Yeah, it's oh, it's because of Irish immigrants. And I think it's probably yeah. all of that. I expect. Yeah, because New York's a very Catholic place too, and like yeah, I think it's just because there was much Catholics there. Yeah, early on, so it has yeah. a because Catholicism is not big in the Southern states at all. At all. No, it's no, exactly. Yeah, so it has a deep history with Catholicism yeah. in those areas. Yeah, yeah, the New England kind of zone. Yeah. Anyways, so that happens. Cuts to 2001. And that oh. whole scene, you kind of have such an eerie feeling, right? Well, everything just feels kind of gross. And you even are kind of relating to the one young cop who sort of feels like he's like being like, mm-hmm. oh, what's going to happen when this gets out kind of thing? And then it's like, oh, it's not going to right. sort of thing. Yeah, like, so. yeah, yeah, totally. Cuts to 2001. It's just like a retirement party. Yeah. You get introduced to Beetlejuice. This is what I named him because I couldn't remember his name. Michael, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Who is fantastic in this movie. Fantastic. He's great. He's doing good stuff. I, I, I have a love-hate relationship with Michael this Keaton. This is him post-Birdman. Which is yeah, which I still haven't seen Birdman. Oh, you it seemed like such an irritating movie. Yeah, so. I think you'd hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's interview, long takes, all this stuff. Yeah. But, you know, a new guy's coming in anyways. Is the You, you learn, oh, there's going to be a new editor, yeah. head editor, or whatever it is. I love the the scene with Michael Keaton's like speech. Oh yeah, like I mean, saying he's to doing the guy and like classic, doing like a, all these like, like classic bits of like, like blue collar guys. Blue collar guys. It's so funny, know, like, like like lame jokes. Yeah, and, and like, you don't really get it, but you're yeah. just like, like time was golf game and like the poker game and stuff. I just love that. <laughs> you like that? You probably oh, I, genuinely well, like, like that, and I, I don't hate it with my part whole heart. Of it. I don't okay, want to be a okay, part good. of it, but I like that it's like happened. They included in the movie and it's happened. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't remember how the beginning of this movie goes. You, you you get introduced to the spotlight team. You get introduced to the spotlight team, which are pretty quick. Rachel McAdams, Mark Ruffalo. Hulk, don't know the other guy. Don't know the other guy. But he's maybe the best. And Beetlejuice. Um, Four. Well, yeah. actually, Rachel, Rachel McAdams is probably the best. Yeah. Her or Michael Keaton. Probably. Yeah. Man, yeah. Mark Ruffalo's the worst. Sorry. I think Mark Ruffalo's fine in this movie. I like. No, he's, he's fine. I'm just saying he's the worst. He's overacting of a bit. them, and he's doing some overacting stuff. But it's like, it's of course the Oscars are going to nominate him. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's that's fine. I'm not, they I have just, a problem with that. They show the scene where it's like it happened, and they did nothing like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the clip for the Oscars. But like, it's so yeah, anyone could have gotten the nomination yeah. because, as you said, like they're all doing their best work. They're all acting so well. I think so, you know? Like yeah, yeah like Rachel McAdams probably did deserve something. Maybe I don't know. Probably like maybe she even was nominated. I actually don't know. Probably um, the new editor guy. Yeah, Lee Schreiber. Schreiber. He's asking about Spotlight. Like, he meets with uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah. And uh, he's like, there's probably going to be cuts. 
and he's like not too sure about Spotlight just because Spotlight usually is a thing that like researches for like a year yeah. or more yeah. before they like put out a piece yeah. and it's usually these big kind of corruption or whatever big stories mm-hmm. of I remember what they are <laughs> the other ones just like big secret bad things going yeah, on it's usually. like it's like long term stuff like it's yeah. not just like a car crash or something yeah it's yeah like, no it's like a big this has been going on for years yeah conspiracy like big kind of fraudulent stuff. cases or things yeah. like that yeah. yeah exactly so they they intentionally take a long time to select projects and they select their own projects and then Leah Schreiber they bring up the Catholic thing pretty quick. Well, because what happens is all the all the heads of the paper like meet, right? And then something comes up about this old is it the old case like the what do they keep mentioning the Gagan case or the something? Gagan case, yeah. And it's a case that happened like ninety three, I think, or yeah. something. Yeah. And I don't know. Either way, there's another thing, and there's the idea of like documents being unsealed, kind of thing, or like made public. And uh, he's like. Let's do that, Lee Schreiber, because yeah. he's not like from Boston or anything. Yeah, yeah he and just he's like, like a secular yeah. Jew or something. Mm-hmm. And everyone's always like, "You want to sue the church?" And he's like, uh, "And it's like, like he's just saying like, 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 that's the big that thing." Yeah, yeah, that's the moment I want to bring up. It's so genius. There's a moment when he's in the office with. It's right uh, after this, right, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, yeah, and, or no, it's later. No, no, it's, yeah. it's later. But he's he's in the office with just the guy with the white hair and Michael Keaton. That's the three of them. Yeah, and Mad uh, Men and Beetlejuice. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what he says, but he's like, he brings up someone, someone that's like hurt. And then he's like, and then he's like, oh, God bless or something. Like, he's like, why? And he's like, he's, she's a minister or something. Or like, she's like, a, oh, I don't remember. She's this. like, a, he says something about the Catholic church and like how, like, you know, like sometimes in the church we get in the language we talk about, we're like saying like the way we talk, we're like saying like, oh, like, thank God he's a Christian or like things like that. You know what I mean? Oh, of like. Oh, like, or like a missionary or something like, oh, God bless him. He's a missionary sort of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was like the same thing with the Catholic church of like, this person was part of the church. So like, it's a more of a tragedy that something happened to them. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? I like yeah. Okay. So it was like something happened to him and then he's like, oh, that's too bad. And then he's like, oh, why is that? And he's like, and then he said, oh yeah, yeah. she's like part of the church or something. I'm mm-hmm. botching what he's saying. Yeah. But then the way Liv Schreiber, I can't say his name. Yeah. Reacts to it. It's just like, he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I know. He doesn't care. Well, this is what I can't so decide. Cool. Like, is, I love that. Is the vibe, like, is he so casual about, like, suing the church and all this stuff because he, is he just, like, so removed from it? Or is he, a, no. is he bad? Or No, he I just, think he's brilliant. I think he's okay. at a whole other level than anyone else. That's what I think in this movie. But do you think he's, like, aggressively anti the church is what I'm wondering? I think he's, or do you he's think anti-evil. He's just, and he, okay. his thing is just, like, evil is evil. It doesn't matter if it's the Catholic church doing it yeah. or the politicians doing it yeah. or if it's okay. like the okay. newspaper doing it. Like it's just evil. Yeah. Like the church doesn't change anything. Yeah. He doesn't have some false perception of the divinity of the Catholic church. The Catholic church has evil within it as well. That's what I think. And that's what I got even watching it the second time. I was like, Oh man, like he, he doesn't discriminate. And that's okay. why he says like later in the movie, the paper needs to stand alone yeah. because yeah. they yeah. can't join with any forces that. because yeah. they need to keep, everyone accountable. Yeah. Cause yeah. there's evil that exists in every institution. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. So I think it's like less of he's naive and more like he, he's like very intentionally taking yeah. down yeah. the institution just, and not specifically evil. the church, but just anything that's, anything evil, that's evil, including the church in this so case. It doesn't discriminate. Yeah. 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 Okay. I like that a lot. Um, that's why I love him. That's why I love his character yeah. so much. Oh yeah. No, that, that makes me like it even more. But so anyways, he says that about suing the church to yeah. get these documents. And then when he's talking to Michael Keaton, asks would spotlight consider this and when yeah. he says would spotlight consider this it's clearly like a pressury kind of like 
Yeah. You oh, better yeah. do this because sort of boss. thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Michael Keaton tells all the other folks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're doing this now. Like, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like everyone else is kind of blinded, but like there's part of it that he's, he's wise about it because he's an outsider. Yeah. Like he can have that non-discrimination because he can see clearly. Yeah. Yeah, he can just but everyone else is kind of blind. Yeah, well, because they're all lapsed the Catholics, yeah. or yeah, just have an, too much interaction with it. You rape the cat, and you see it at home, and her yeah. grandma goes to church. All it's the a cultural time. Christianity. Yeah. Like, it's cultural Christianity, totally. Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly this problem. Yeah. Um, so what's next? Uh, I mean, I guess the first like stuff happens, but Hulk goes to meet Garabedian. Yeah, yeah. Um, Garibedian. and uh, that's. Stanley Tucci. Oh, yeah. And he's From like a super games. intense lawyer. Yeah, he's great. For victims of yeah. abuse by the Catholic Church sort of thing. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. There's, it's, it's such a blatant character, so like little yeah. to say about Oh, yeah, he's just so he's stern just like and like... Super intense, super busy. And you can tell about he's just weathered, like... Yeah, well, that's he's why he's, he's, he has no time. Like, he's no time. time for, he doesn't trust the papers that they'll do anything. He's just like, ah, everyone's failed me in this. Like, I'm alone yeah. fighting this Ugh, eternal battle to so save sad. victims. Or just give Help, them a Give voice. them anything. Yeah, exactly. But it just seems, yeah, he's just hopeless, basically. Yeah. And uh, and then you also, the other lawyer you get introduced to is, um, well, I mean, there's a, f- there's a few. But the second one, I think, is when Beetlejuice and Rachel McAdams <laughs> go to meet Stillwater, uh, Billy Crudup. And <laughs> these are all just other movies. Michael Cooter. <laughs> yeah, Michael Cooter. <laughs> yes. Billy Crudup. And it's like, the the it's the genius of this movie. And like, initially, well, initially, with, well, what were you going to say? Because initially, Billy Crudup, I thought, I thought to myself, does he seem sneaky? Because yes, I've seen it. So exactly. Much, but he doesn't exactly. Because initially, he gives him a bunch of good information, kind exactly, of. Yeah. He's sort of kind of uh, agreeable, and he's kind of like, uh, you know, like yeah. this sort of stuff. It's This is the genius of this movie. Is it like, it seems like it's just going to be a black and white thing of like the paper fighting against everyone else. But then as the movie goes on, you realize, oh, everyone's guilty, including the paper. Exactly. Because Billy Kudrup, or Kudrup. Billy Crudup. Billy Crudup. What the <laughs> heck is his name? <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, he, Lisa uh, Kudrow. She Morgan Corbett. <laughs> <laughs> like at first, with him and other characters, you start to think, "Oh, the kiddies are be evil people that mm-hmm. are all in on it too." But then you realize, no, they just have a hatred for the newspaper because the newspaper didn't do anything five yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's just giving up on it. Yeah, and everyone's somewhat complicit, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Even the the guy at the dinner party, the friend, like he. He was like, you're to blame too. Like, yeah, it's not just on me. It's not just on us. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even uh, though they appear to be kind of bad guys. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But so basically they're just working off of the one priest, the one that I think they're trying to get the unsealed dogs the about. I think it's just that case. Gagan, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. case. But then the gang, no Gagan. Gagan. Yeah. Genghis. <laughs> I said Genghis. <laughs> the Genghis Khan. Um, then going through clips because there's researching, interviewing, doing all this crap. They discover it's all great stuff. It's all good stuff. Like yeah, there's lots of good stuff happening. It's just it's not like you know. Like, I love I love montages and movies of like interviewing. And this movie is a like very montage like, heavy movie. Yeah, like, like, like yeah. just stuff sort of happens and then it's suddenly like it's like bomb. oh here we go. Like they f- and they discover another priest in the old clips. They're yeah. like oh we got another guy. They is find this when they like, talk to the victims too. It's not quite when they get to that, but because okay. then they then there's the baseball game. Right, which the ma- and the Mad Men guy. Who? What's his role again? Is he the editor over Spotlight? 
the, the Mad Men guy? Oh, the, the white-haired, white-haired guy, white-haired editor. He is not the editor. He's one step below Leif Schribler. Schreiber. Yeah, he's one step Schribler. under him. Schreiber. 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 Schreiber, thank you. Um, he's one step under him. Okay, yeah. I just couldn't remember yeah. what his... Like, yeah, yeah. I think he's Where kinda, he was in the hierarchy. I think he's more like the logistics of it. Yeah, because he's not interested. Like he's like, when should we issue this paper? You're right, he's all that like, stuff, yeah. Because he's not he into it. He doesn't decide what to write up. And he's not into it. Like, he's talking to Hulk at the baseball game, and he's like, I'm not at first down with it initially. He kind of really doesn't seem into it the whole time. He doesn't seem well, cause, And it feels like, I get the vibe, that's because he's, like, nervous of things that he's done in the past to, like, pseudo-cover up. Right. I, I don't know if that's at all accurate. That's I think just that's the part vibe of it. Also, I think he... Just scared of, like, the outcome of And, everything. like, maybe nervous about the newspaper, like, if it's Failing going to attack stuff. Like, yeah. And, yeah. I don't think it's like he's in on it or something. Yeah, but yeah. basically it's just a bunch of people gain talking and gain introduced because you also get introduced to, I think just this might be the third and final lawyer. Yeah. But it's Beetlejuice's friend lawyer. Right. At the at dinner the, party. At the, but at the golf game. At the golf game, yeah. You and see his butt shake a bit. You see his butt shake, which just st- stood out weirdly. Um, <laughs> and he's like, also, it, everyone's not interested. I mean, it's just the yeah. name of the game, name of the movie. Like, yeah. not interested. Which makes you so suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, as soon as they just say seems like a like, huge kiss, yeah. Why do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Like, he's like, he's like Jeez, off the record, like, and he's like, off the record, I can't talk about it. Like, you know, oh, it's like yeah. all that stuff. Like, yeah. Which is just, it's such good storytelling because you, for so long, there's nothing's being revealed, and there's so many conversations in this movie that are like, we're not saying anything. It's like, Okay, well, I want more details. So you just get hungry and hungrier yeah. for like the nitty gritty stuff. Yeah. yeah, and then it like drops the bomb later. That's the like, thing. Yeah, there's ninety yeah. priests. Yeah. Basically, in for like the first half, you're just meeting all the players. Yeah, and getting just like yeah tastes and like smells of information, yeah. but not actually getting anything. So exactly. Old, yeah, because yeah. then yeah, and then we meet Cardinal next because new Gives editor guy. Yeah, Lee Schreiber Sabretooth has to go. Yeah, yeah. Gives him the catechism, all that. Great. That guy's great. He's yeah, the, priest. Yes. What is he doing again? He's like apologizing. Cardinal or whatever. Or no, he's saying we're going to. Like wh- which part? What are you saying? Oh, he at, went to be with the Cardinal to remove the seal, right? On the He just has to meet him. It's just like tradition that you go meet right. the guy. Right. The new editor, just like, just because it's a weird Catholic city style yeah. thing. And that's when he says the whole thing about like church and paperwork yeah. closely. And then Leif Schreiber says the thing about, yeah, I think the paper is best when it stands yeah. alone sort of thing. Isn't it weird? Like when you see a priest collar in this movie or even just the Cardinal and like the way he's dressed and stuff, you just have a very different like perception of how these people look. Like you yeah. just think about their whole look and their whole persona so differently because of what this movie is. Yeah. About. Yeah. They're basically the villain. Effectively. Like the, the, oh, totally. And yeah. the costume almost has a villainous effect. I know, to it. I know, like yeah. It's it's, like, it is weird. It's like, it's like well some star Wars like yeah. costume. Like, or like, oh boy, what are these guys up to? Yeah, totally. Yeah. They're the big masterminds yeah, controlling exactly. all these other institutions that are yeah. protecting them and supporting Whereas them. Whereas, like, another stuff. priest movie, like, To the Wonder. Yeah, I'm sure. Which, because it's not really a priest movie, but there's a segment with the priest yeah, in it. Like, okay, whatever. The color is, it's something so beautiful, yeah. like, because of the movie. <laughs> I expect you really get some, like, concrete ideas oh, of I'll show you in, a clip. I'm going to show you the clip. Stupid, what's his name again? Ter- I'm going to show you. Terry Mal. Terry Malley. <sighs> I'm going to show you the clip after uh, this. Like, you're just like, was that a priest or like a dog or a telephone? <laughs> like, I don't understand. What are you talking about? There's nothing about priests in this movie. Christ in me, Christ above me, Christ yeah. beside me. But 
what's happening Christ also while that's happening Christ is that's pl- that voice happening, but Christ louder playing over it is circus music, and the shot is of like a lamp turning on and off. And Christ so you're like, I don't know today. I, did that get said? I didn't hear that. I just heard circus music and a lamp. That's all I was. <laughs> so circus music and Terrence Malick movies. You're sick. He's way more tasteful than that. Um, I'm sure it's about the human condition. Anyway. Have you heard Fred Armisen's bit about like someone had to write the song for the circus music? He's like, oh yeah, that's he's genius. Like, someone had to write this. He's like, that's a crazy melody. I remember this and thought it was, oh, it's genius. It's great. And then he's like, the guy's like, the guy who wrote it didn't write it for the circus. But yeah. And then he's like, it's not the circus song. It's like, I did it. Yeah. So good. Um, Sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. They meet Phil Saviano. Yes. Snap. Survivors Network of people abused by priests. I don't know what stands for. I can't remember. Um, Victims of abuse by priests. Same stuff. Snap is the acronym. He references Richard Sype. We're going to get into later. He's just laying stuff out, but he's clearly a pretty damaged guy. Richard Sype, yes. Uh, no, ex-priest Phil, 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 Sa- Phil Saviano, though, I'm saying. This oh, is like, I'm yes. Saying, Phil Saviano is who? Well, I'm saying he's the damaged guy in terms of he He seems kind of crazy and Who's stuff. Who's Phil Saviano? He's the snap guy. Oh, yes. Yeah, poor guy. Like, he lo- he comes across as a conspiracy theorist, but it's also... Well, but he's not, basically. He's not. It's, like, all, it's just because no one's believing what he's saying, and it's just been locked up for so long yeah. that he's just, yeah. like, cut very much, like... Yeah. It's the vibes you get from, like, Corey Feldman, classic child, 80s child actor. Right. Boys goes around being, like, child actors in Hollywood are abused, like, sexually all the time kind of right, thing. Right, And he seems crazy, and he probably is crazy to a degree. Because he was abused, though. And all that. But as well, he's, like, a lot of what he says is also completely true. Yeah. But he's ignored because the craziness takes, like, Which is such keep, a shame. It's classic stuff you know yeah. people assume oh, that totally like, like well there's no value in what he could say he's crazy it's like just because he's crazy doesn't mean that what he has exactly. to say isn't true yeah, it's or totally like ableism or whatever basically, it's yeah. basically this stuff yeah. exactly and he says i know of at least 13 priests and they're like 13 what the heck you know yeah. like that's nuts and no one buys the phil thing everyone thinks he's crazy otherwise around yeah. them that like yeah. in at the boston globe like yeah everyone's like ah he's he's a you know, whack job sort of yeah. thing like don't trust anything he says yeah and like it's it's watching a second time of like knowing the number later on, like thirteen. You're like, Come I know, on. Like, yeah, thirteen. Yeah. It's not that many, but they're losing their minds. Yeah, like thirteen. Yeah, that's a new story. Well, because they're like, what the heck? And just like, that's a lot of priests, right? Yeah, that's the other thing is that it's these that's are a lot like, of damage. That's the other thing about this movie that I noticed a second time is like these journalists are very noble, like. <laughs> The way like you looked I just at me, can't help. the way you looked at me, there was insane. Like, you're just like you idiot. They are. They're noble people. Like, yeah. No. No. I agree. With you. I agree. With they're you. not. They're not doing this to take to sell a news story. They're doing it to take down the church and to, to yeah. For them, to, that's true because they're pretty yeah, anti. Totally. Like yeah, Mark. Yeah, Mark anti institution. They're doing it to give voice to the victims. Like yeah. they're passionate with their profession to keep mm-hmm. those institutions mm-hmm. accountable. Mm-hmm. At least how they're presented here. That's how they're presented here. Yeah. Yes, but. I can't help but think journalism back then 
was very different than it is now. Now it, yeah. seems, it just seems I mean, like complete It's crap. journalism in like the era of like just as the internet's becoming a thing versus like exactly. full world of internet journalism. Now I think there's like fake news wasn't really much of a thing back then, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, I think it's always like there's, I mean, all of that stuff has always existed, but it just didn't have the same meaning. Yeah. Like, uh, Ability I don't know, to spread like, or something. I it just seemed like so like so mad we so use like, the term fake news. <laughs> yeah, I know. I hate it. I yeah. It's, we should cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It just seems like such a way more of a noble profession than it is now. Like yeah, they're I'd keeping be the interest if that's actually the, the case though. I know, but I agree. But now it just journalism just seems like a trashy job. Yeah. yeah. Whereas back then, like working for a newspaper company. Yeah. I just wonder Especially if in the eighties and stuff, maybe it seemed like such an amazing thing. I just wonder if it's perception. Like, I wonder if it was equivalently yeah. as trashy, and we just know more as well. Maybe that's it. But, but I, I mean, yeah. I, I, fair. Like, I'm not. It's just uh, the way they're portrayed is like they're doing it. Oh yeah, no, they're so kind of yeah, yeah, yeah out of driven like, and like yeah, it's beautiful. What the heck? Like they're just having a normal human reaction yeah. to yeah. the situation. And I love movies about people who are so obsessed with their profession and what they're doing, like. <laughs> That they just never sleep, like and like they never, yeah, yeah. Like they're just drinking coffee, they're like yeah. working late. Yeah, that is. I your, love. Yeah, you're into that. I'm into that. Like Zodiac, oh, Insomnia. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Like detective type movies. I'm so into that. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, I dig that a lot. Um, but then it's also like, do these people have lives other than work? Not really. Well, and you even see the effect of that. Yeah, right? totally. Like you see the, I don't know. Well, the yeah, the stress effect of them, and like yeah. Mark Ruffalo's like, <laughs> there's no like resolution to his situation with his wife mm-hmm. which is like somewhat separated and right. it's because of his work like, oh, totally. vibe, it oh, and like. he's more married to his work than any of them yeah he's yeah. the most yeah Eating emotionally involved yeah. And, yeah and that too yeah, yeah. but uh um, he turns green when he gets mad yeah he turns green when he gets mad that's good <laughs> <laughs> rubs his hands before he eats some pizza rubs his hands before he eats pizza like come on that is not act I like I that. can do that it's I fun could, though it's I could have like, played that role I know well could you have <laughs> I could have done could most the, of what he does. The thing where he's like, and I, I can do that thing, and I can do that thing where he's scratching his head. Yeah, there's as a lot of scratching in this movie, yeah. We should compile a thing of like all of Mark Ruffalo's like little like fake acting and like ticks. fake acting in Spotlight. I hate it. It would probably be like most of his performance, but I'm into all of it. I think it totally works mm-hmm. with his character. Mm-hmm. Even so they start meeting victims. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm like trying to make this long for some reason. I don't know why. Garibedian, I'm much too busy guy. Yeah. Says finally she meets a victim and through Phil Saviano snap guy, Rachel McAdams meets a victim. And then you just get some sweet victims of child abuse scenes. Well, these victims are doing incredible acting and they have to deliver like the harshest lines. Oh man. And, we can count this, but problematically, I love, 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 love the way the. It's just, I'm obsessed with this. We are. Kidding this. <laughs> we are kidding I had this. to tell you, but I just want to save it. It's, I'm. Yeah. Oh, the way he says it is. It's because he's got the Boston accent. Something about the Boston we accent. We should be doing this and, whole podcast in the Boston accent. And no. <laughs> yeah, I'm just from Boston. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. The delivery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm being waiting. His voice in general, I'm obsessed with. He's got a great voice. He's got a great haircut for his character. His face? Like a- his face is perfect. His the way he's sitting at the table. Yeah, I'm and the that way guy. he says, "I ate two muffins." I'm nervous. I know. I, he's like, so, he's the most he's delightful acting. character in the whole. He's movie. the most delightful, and he's for sure doing a better job at acting than Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He should have won best supporting actor. He right? probably should have. 
He might be the best actor in the movie. Um, Actually, the person who really should have won Best Supporting Actor in 2015 was Nicholas Holt in uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. The guy yeah, who sprays yeah, the, yeah, no, no, the chrome know, on his yeah, teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I live. I die. I live again. Yeah, what's yeah. it? Deliver me or something? What's the yeah. line he keeps saying? Recognize me. Right. Oh, yeah. That's what he's saying to a Morton Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I'm um, um, sorry. Yeah, he's doing great stuff. Hulk's talking to the blue collar guy. Rich McCabe's talking to that guy. The more blue collar guy with like the, yeah. n- you know, marks like the Neil marks on his arm. And yeah. he's, you know. Well, that's the other harsh thing that's mentioned is, is you start to realize that he's like the victims, either they well, cause that's find he, the bottle, yeah, the, needle, the needle, or, or jump, they jump off, off a bridge. bridge. It's, it's good. And, and, and well, Phil Saviano good. says, that's why, no, but Phil Saviano says, that's why we call the show Survivors. Like that's yeah. what, you know, and, yeah. and then, oh and at the end of with Phil the blue collar guy, Garabedian, I'm much too busy, says to Mark Ruffalo, right. he's one of the lucky ones. And he was like, clearly is some level yes. of addict. And it's like, that's a lucky guy. Yeah. Like that ugh, just broken yeah. shell of a human sort of yeah. guy. It's like, yeah. that's a better outcome. Yeah. And the other thing that's mentioned is, which is, I love that they bring this up, is that it's not just physical and emotional abuse. It's also spiritual abuse. I love that. I love that. So good. Because all of a sudden their trust yeah. in. Yeah. He's saying they take, they you take away people's faith when, yes. when this happens. And that's yeah. totally true. That's yeah. totally what happens. Like yeah. there's no way you'd be a Christian after that. Are you kidding yeah. me? Like no, all your association, yeah. you know, the, the line to God has been totally shattered by it. And like they say, like to these kids, like they're God that is God. Yeah. That and is like God to, to them, to the parents of the kids, why they, cause it's like, it's like God because came over them. for coffee, you know, because they trust them. Exactly. And that's the problem with it is you, there's an inherent trust with priests. Yeah. 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 So everything there's everything the victims are saying, everything they're saying about um, what victims experience when priests abuse them, yeah, is so like they're hitting the nail on the head. I find, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what is, like it's like, and they're not shying away from it. Like this is a R-rated movie because yeah. of the content. Yeah, there's no, they're, that's yeah. In the interviews, Rachel McAdams is like, you have to be, yeah. you need to be, yeah. Like you can't say you're molested. We need like, yeah, totally clear language here to really get across the point of what happened and stuff yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. And it does go into all of that. Yeah. Like, you know, throughout constantly. Yeah. Kind of Which is, that is hard to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, man, like I just like, there's something so, I don't know why it's more tragic, but it is more tragic because it's the church to me. Like, yeah. yeah. I, it's just the, because, well, it's because like, it's, it's not broken. just, it's because two sins have been committed or something or like, you know, yeah. multiple sins. Cause it's like, not only is the act being done, well, yeah, the act has been unimaginable. But then horrible. there's the the sins of the breaking of trust and manipulating the, like, and manipulation. power. Like, all of these these are all multiple. the hidden nature of it. And like there's all these other things beyond yeah, just, just when like, when just like some serial killer does it or yeah. something. There's a and lot it's just like, more it, done. Yeah, totally. And it's institutional. Like it's institutional. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's like being covered up by multiple people. But like mm. for some reason, like this maybe more than anything makes me angry. This this idea of, yeah. of yeah. priests molesting children. Like I just can't even like, like it makes, it makes me want to kill them. Like, yeah. I'm not even like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it. So like at the end when he drops the newspaper on it, like a dude's doorstep, like I'm like, yeah, like light the, and we'll get into that. Like the, light the, yeah. the house on fire. Like yeah. seriously, yeah, yeah. these guys are bad dudes. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if that's the proper response. Cause I, I like, well, we'll get into that. Yeah. We'll get into that. <laughs> We're like 50 minutes in. <laughs> Sorry. Um, find so, yeah, there's she, a fourth priest. They find out that Stillwater, who they talked to earlier, Billy Crudup, worked a bunch <laughs> of these cases. Yeah. And so, like, he was being all good, but then it's like, ooh, he, like, actually helped, like, settle, like, a huge amount of cases. Yeah. 
of priests molesting children sort yeah. of thing. Then Richard Sype calls Hulk. Yeah. Right. And then he's the Greg Grey Voice. Yeah, Grey Voice, unbelievable voice. Ex-priest, married nun, all that stuff that yeah. you were saying. But yeah, now we actually get to deal with right. this guy and he's yeah. like... Letting, he's like the be-all, end-all on priest molestation. Yeah. He's just like been working it forever in yeah. like an institution of... And just like, it's like the church wants you to make, you know, he says like the church wants us to think it's just a few bad apples, but I've I've noticed like a, a pattern of yeah. sexual deviance, you know, within priests specifically sort of thing. Yeah. So, I don't know, the, you're sort of slowly getting more of an understanding yeah, of what's going on in terms of yeah. corruption and in terms of, like, you get that side of things, like the corruption institutional side of things, yeah. and the thing of, like, oh, there, there's something about priests specifically. Yeah, and you realize that it's going up all the way to the Vatican, like they say. Like, you're like, okay, this is, like... I mean, we'll get to that, I guess, but, yeah. like... Yeah, no, but this is exactly... This is bigger than just a couple bad apples, obviously. Yeah, and then they get the probably, like, big break of the movie is the directories. Mm-hmm. That is They big go break. into the church directories to look about the priests they've heard yeah. about so far, and then they notice, oh, there's these weird designations. Yeah. And it's, like, a pattern of where if a priest... Has a sick leave. Something like this, you know, you can basically yeah. figure out which priests were abusing kids because they get moved or yeah, like whatever happens, they have some sort of thing. And it's like a code word for was molesting a kid kind of thing. Can we just take a second and acknowledge Like this is true. Like this is a true thing. that This is the thing that's really weird. It sounds like you're talking about like a a fictional movie that someone wrote. And it's like, they actually did this in church. The the Catholic church literally, if a priest molested a kid, they would cover it up by moving him to a different parish and say that he was sick. Yeah. Like, what yeah. The, the hell? I know. It's so evil. I know. It's, it's, uh, yeah. it's really weak. It's, it's one of these things where it's hard, like, it's hard to have almost like a f- an emotional response to it out of how fake it feels, sort of thing, especially yeah. through a movie. Yeah. Almost makes it sound like harder, but like, yeah. you can't like quite lean into how like real it is, sort yeah. of thing. And you just, you just don't expect it. It meets all the things that the people are doing in the movie, all the, I totally empathize with that reaction. Not even out of some great respect for the church, but out of just kind the, of like a like all the just normal people, right? Being like, uh, like, well, I don't know, what are you gonna like? Because it just seems so right. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that totally, really totally, to. totally. And it's just like ah, I don't know. The church is good as well. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like, you just kind of don't want to like. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. So yeah, they discover the directories, which is totally the breakthrough. They realize okay, these numbers are jumping, but they're like. Is it seem accurate? So they want to like check with sources yeah, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. All stuff. So then, and then you get some other weird, like S- Sabretooth meets the um, <laughs> Catholic board of charities guy at a party. Oh, right. Yeah. Which that party looks horrible. But. It looks bad. And, and he, that's a classic situation of him standing out aggressively. Yeah, which that scene's great. Cause he yeah. just walks in and he like, this guy like is so like above this. Like, you know what I mean? Like everyone just, like, everyone looks like, huh? Like they're all like laughing and he just like walks in. He like, very feels just like, He's like yeah. not on yeah. their level and stuff. Yeah. Um, at the same time, Hulk is having supper with Garabedian and uh, they're just having a normal conversation. But the thing that that conversation ends with, which is great, is Garabedian saying, like, mark my words, Mr. Whatever his name is. Yeah. Mr. Remendez. Um, he's like, if it takes a village to raise a child, it takes one to abuse one. Like a child. Takes a village to abuse takes one. A, takes a village to abuse one. And it's just quality line. It's a good line. Yeah, because just adding to that general like 
Yeah. Every, like everyone here is involved. The parents, like he, he's, he's saying all the stuff. I understand it. what that means, but it also only takes one person to abuse a kid. Yeah. But I mean, he's saying like, like it's, it's when he's doing that whole talk about like, uh, outsiders. He's like, you're an outsider. You're Portuguese or whatever. I'm uh, right. I see what you mean. We're all accountable. Well, but he's also saying like, we're, we're all outsiders, but he's also saying they think they're better than us as outsiders, but look at them. Like, look at what they do. They're children. Right. Like right. he's saying, right. He's like, it, it does take only one person to abuse a child, but it takes all these people to yeah. allow that to happen. To allow it to happen, yeah. Like yeah. these parents and the stuff. The bystanders are guilty as well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's just, and I mean, that's that seems like the whole point of this movie. So yeah, totally. Like, or a lot of it, at least. That is a huge part of it. Because, yeah. yeah, you start to reveal more and more who, like, who's to blame. Yeah. Beale just talks to his lawyer friend at the party as well, and he says, yeah. he's doing that whole, the church is not a lot of good, like, I, you shouldn't be doing this. Like, the church is pretty good, so, yeah. like... I also love like the the friend of Robbie, Michael Keaton's character. Yeah, sorry, I shouldn't be using how he my like names. sees. Well, no, Beetlejuice is great. Birdman, we can call him Birdman too. No. Batman, no. Right. Friend of Birdman, um, <laughs> <laughs> he sees a whole other side of Robbie that he hasn't seen. That's good, which is yeah. good. That's a good. He's like, oh, this he's is like, the Robbie oh, I haven't seen. This guy I've heard about, but never yeah. yet met. Sort of. And it's like all of a sudden, it's like all of a sudden you realize this case is. Because of the way the Catholic Church is so intertwined in Boston life, this church is going to ruin spotlight teams, like friendships, which is like, that's a genius part yeah, that they yeah. include. Well, the amount of stuff that spotlight's been in for all this time, yeah. and it hasn't destroyed relationships, doing these big kind of corruption scandals yeah. and various things. And that's like, this thing is like going to yeah. destroy their whole lives, yeah. basically. Like, and it is like, yeah. oh man, like the guy in the mustache at the end when he's like... He's like, I haven't slept in months. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, exactly. And then she's like, he's like, oh, I started writing. And then she's like, oh, what are you writing? He's like, horror. Horror. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so like, good. But anyway, so that all happens. Sype calls the whole group. Yeah. And this is another, this is probably the other, like one of the big solid revelations. They yeah. say, we think it might be 13 priests. Does that make sense to you? And he says, no, that seems low. Mm-hmm. He says, I think. It's 6%, what I found. Right. Because like, the pattern seems to show up in yeah. 6% of all priests or whatever. In Boston. In, or in general. Or in general, right. And then they're like 1,500 priests in Boston. That's 90 priests. Yeah, they do the math quick. Yeah. He does it quick. It's fast. Yeah, it's, it's quick math. Like, the way he does it, I'm always like, it's good math. Like, yeah, I know. It's like, uh, well, 15, yeah, 1%, 1% is 15, and then does 6 times 15. Like, yeah, he just does no calculator. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, it's this good. Ma- this guy yeah. knows his math. Yeah. yeah. So anyways... That, oh, yeah, that's all I'm thinking, that scene. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking 90 priests. priests yeah. yeah, yeah. But it is good math. Um, <laughs> Quick uh, they meet with Mad Men, the blonde guy, and the blonde, the blonde, ed- guy. The blonde editor, white-haired editor. White-haired guy, guy, sorry. Blonde. <laughs> blonde. All of a sudden, these guys, he's very this guy's platinum blonde. Yeah. He's getting younger. <laughs> he says, 90, 90 effing priests. Um, and then... Like he's like someone. He's like someone would have, and he's like someone, and he's like someone would have done something. Like how could this happen? Hulk says, "Good Germans, right?" That's That's why nothing's changed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, And then, but then they realize Beetlejuice realizes to use the directories in reverse to find priests. Right, gets the idea of like, oh, it'll take too long to like confirm priests and find priests. Let's use the directories to reverse find. Yeah. And that's the where they start should. circling all the sick leaves and stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's when they finally realize, oh, we should do that. And then we can yeah, use these designations too. And during that is when the guy see, finds that yeah. head. The fourth guy finds, the mustache guy finds the house. Yeah. 
near his with the priest. Yeah. I think he leaves a terrifying note uh, on his fridge for his like kids. It says a note on a fridge with a picture of the house. Don't go in this ho- Go near this house. Or near the or men. Or near the men that live in there. Like, I love, I love when you point like, out I how would, terrifying I would, that like, note is. As a parent, that's horrifying. Yeah. First of all. And like, I would like one. But if you saw that note as a child. Oh, it would just ruin From your, your parents, entire. you'd be like. I would never leave the house. And you never go to sleep again. Like, yeah. it would just Ugh. be bad. Yeah, it's really scary now. And like. Also, he like is never home, so he doesn't have time to like talk to his kids. Like <laughs> his kids and just like, leaving them. This- the other family members in this movie are so absent. It's just it's just the Boston Globe. Like yeah, they're, they're yeah. the only people yeah. in this movie. Yes, yeah. he leaves this ominous note for his estranged children. <laughs> yeah, poor kids. Yeah. So they confirm there's 87, or not confirm, but they they come up with a list of 87 priests, which is scarily close to the estimate of 90. Exactly. So they go to Stillwater, Billy Krupp, and he says, and they say, like, we can write one of two stories. Um, and, right. <laughs> and he's like, either one about. You're doing the Liv Schreiber voice. I was, well, no, I was trying to do Michael Keaton more, oh, but yeah. it was not like a. Oh, Michael Keaton's a tough. Like, well, because I was trying to get in his, I was just thinking about his facial expressions when he says it. Anyways. Well, that was bad. <laughs> that was really bad. We can write. <laughs> like doing like a oh yeah that's we can rap like it's like it's like but it's got that gravelly edge y'all can rap one or two stories <laughs> that was that's kind of how it is that's kind of how it is hey <laughs> just kidding <laughs> yeah I'm just a kid from Boston <laughs> going down this road so, I love how how much how much it's my sense of humor and how much it's not your sense of humor you're just like oh boy like. Yeah, I'm just a kid from Boston. <laughs> so, they say we can write one or two stories. Yeah, either I'm one. Bro- I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> just, let's stop. Either. <laughs> too desperate. Either we can. <laughs> I'm trying not to be loud. It doesn't matter. <sighs> okay, I'm good. I'm good. Two, there's, two, <laughs> there's two stories I can write. One about lawyers being bad or one about the church being yes. bad. And then Stillwater's like. Stillwater, Sue Stillwater. It's just Billy Crudup. Okay, he's like, I sent you those, I sent you all these names back yeah. in the day. Yeah, I'm like where? And he's like, check your clips or whatever. Check your clips. Uh, so, he's good in this movie too. Yeah, I don't know. Somehow they learned that like the cardinal knew, or they they get that vibe. But Sabretooth wants to confirm that. Yeah, like Leif Schreiber's like, we gotta make yeah. sure. Yeah, that it's the institution, yeah. the systems corruption, which not just I'm fully the, on board with him. Everything he's going for, like it's like, so I get the good. emotional thing. Obviously, it's completely reasonable. But he's like, he's like, no, because nothing will ever actually change unless we affect yeah. the system. And it's like, yeah, yeah. It's good and he says it's stories like these that make me want to do. Doesn't he say that there? I don't know. Is that at like, the end? It might be at the end. Maybe at the end. Anyways, but they remind me why we do what we do, or something. Yeah. So they start talking to neighborhood people, trying to confirm stuff, like yeah. trying to find people who right. Were they go door to door, sort of. Crazily, Rachel McAdams. Talks to his ex-priest. An ex-priest on their list, you know. That's maybe the worst scene in the movie. I hate it so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of problems with that scene now because of our recent viewing situation. But yeah. Um, but yeah, just what, what he says there of like, you have to understand it was, I didn't get any pleasure from yeah. it. It's just like. Yes. It's just like a horrible, like this guy's, it's horrible. Like you said before, we were watching it, like he 
very much as a victim too. That's the thing. That's like a, and so you know, significant I, part of it. It's just a horrible, it's just, you, you hurt for this man so much because his perception of sexuality is so twisted. Yeah. And it's, he's just like completely like, I don't know. It just, he's just, just such a hopeless character. I can just say yeah. it's very sad. Yeah. And you just see how damaged he is. as a person. Oh, he's so damaged. And he's not person. also doesn't seem like he's, seems kind of like a kid too. Sort of like, it seems like that's like going the, on there. Like in, in, well, they mentioned like the sexual maturity, maturity of priests yeah. is like a 12 yeah. year old. Yeah. And that seems like that's all going on with him across the board. So yeah, that, that's totally. another, yikes. Mm. Yeah. It's really, it's really yeah. insane. So anyways, Garabedian's part of this trial. Mark Ruffalo's there. I don't think it's, I can't remember how it's related to that. It's separate from the church suing trial, mm-hmm. but either way, Garabedian's like, I've attached the 12 most like damning, files to my thing so they uh, you actually can access those ones mm-hmm. they are like public and available yeah, yeah and he's like but they won't be there and he's like but they're and then hulk's like but they're public and he's like yeah but like that's just yeah that's how this yeah. goes you oh, be able to get them because yeah frustrating so yeah, much yeah um anyways can't get those files but then there's the big 9-11 delay yeah happens 9-11 yeah what happens. do you think about that like I mean, I don't know. What do you think about what? You do you, know, what's your thoughts plans? on nine eleven? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was thinking about even doing yeah the joke. The joke, from, yeah. But, Boss nine were best guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you think like to me? I think I think part of what that movie is saying, like there's movies saying a lot of different things, but is it was like a subtle commentary on the frustration of nine eleven. Well, I love that. That's which it's is so great. Good. The because idea look, it's we're like, so like freaking nine eleven's like thrown off this really important. Well, thing. yeah, totally. But it's like 9-11 was a huge tragedy, obviously. Yeah. And yeah. obviously a newspaper is going to have to cover it. Yeah, but I think, it was. What? I was making sure that. <laughs> confirming that. Yeah. But like. They weren't glad about it or something. Part There's part of me that's frustrated and yeah. that we're st- still dwelling on 9-11. Well, because like. I think that's part of like, what the movie's like saying. For sure. 9-11 was recently too. It's September 13th. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, kids being molested by priests is a way bigger and longer tragedy than 9-11 is. And 9-11 is the thing that probably is still... Well, if, I'm not trying to, like, you know, play, like, uh, whatever, like... If uh, over a thousand kids were... With, at the end of the movie, it says over a thousand kids were molested by priests in the Boston area. Over a thousand. I know. And that's just Boston. That's just we're Boston. We're not talking about America. We're not talking about the world. And at the, the end, world. it lists all the cities where there's been accused priests. Exactly. It is an epidemic. So it's, 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 it's way... It's way more at the end and probably ultimately is, you know, ripple effect you know, way more destructive ultimately. Yeah. I mean, I, I, unless you get into, I guess the fact that like America's when fought a bunch of yeah, horrible wars and like of Iraqis, hundreds yeah. of thousands of Iraqis and, you know, affected the <sighs> Middle East from, for the next hundred years because of everything they've done the last yeah, 30 years. But you attacked the wrong country. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're not but, getting into that yet. Yeah. But I'm just, I, there's some part of me every time September 11th comes around where, you know, like just that time of the year, I, I do have an, a, a great uncle who, who would lives in New York and oh. was like there when it happened. Oh, and, like, crazy. I hear like Makata Fujimura, one of my favorite like authors and painters talk well, about it. I know. He's great. Yeah. No, he's, yeah. But he yeah, was, yeah. he was on a subway in New York when yeah. it happened. So like yeah, yeah. people, yeah, I know, I know, I know it's, yeah, it's interesting. It, they were there. Yeah. But then, you know, like, I don't know, there's black kids being shot by cops. Yeah. Every, yeah. not every day. <laughs> That's maybe an exaggeration, but like all the time. And like, there's gun violence, like crazy in the States. Yeah. And there's, Syrians being bombed right now. Yeah, like, there's yeah, other yeah, things yeah, going on yeah. that it's just not nearly right as now. sexy, basically. I know which it's the thing. That's totally it. Like, it's just like it's. And I mean, people would probably hate that comparison. But it's like no, but that's just sadly, you know, it's a, it's a Joker. It's a Joker's point, even though that's right. not like the best person to reference. But you know, yeah. 
can tell you that a truck full of soldiers or a gangbanger, you know, a truck full of soldiers can get blown up or a gangbanger is going to get and shot. Everyone but one just, little mare. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then one little mare dies and everyone yeah. loses their minds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's totally it. It's just one. And like people are still obsessed with showing the footage of that plane hitting the building. Yeah. yeah. Because of just how stark and like New York, yeah. the Twin Towers were supposed Feels, to be a civilized. Yeah. Pinnacle, pinnacle area where American civilization can't be touched. Yeah, exactly. And all of a sudden, a plane hits it. Yeah, and it is crazy. Yeah, but there's no difference between that and thousands of people dying in Syria every day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I just, it's frustrating. And I think maybe part of what Tom McCarthy's saying in that is like, let's. Yes, nine eleven happened. We like got bigger fish to fry, maybe. We have or bigger like, fish to fry, just, and like this is still problems. going on. The molestation of kids by Catholic priests is it's still not happening. Like it's ended, yeah, yeah. It's not so, like they solved it with spotlight no. or something. But yeah, sorry, I just want to say that. No, I, like, I love that. Yeah, that's a great. I and I wonder if that's what he's doing. I kind of hope that he's like saying, like, "Hey guys, let's maybe like move on from nine eleven a bit." I, yeah, let's because just, it's like probably get to some other more pressing. Yeah, and problems. maybe that's a controversial opinion, but I, I don't no, know. no, but I, I think that's pretty reasonable. I don't know if it's during this. Yeah, it's kind of during that time or kind of right after they're like, okay, we can get going maybe more. Like it's starting to, it's been long enough since 9-11 sort of thing. But uh, Beetlejuice meets with the school guys. It's it's his old school because they find out that one of the priests was someone at his school. Right. Oh, and yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember the whole situation. The Board of Catholic Charities guy is there, which is weird. Like he shouldn't be there, but like yeah. he's just yeah. there, you know. Like, and maybe that lawyer friend is there too. Maybe, no, maybe no, not. I don't think so. Either way. But it's just like, it's like one of those things of like people are intentionally brought in to back him up sort of thing. It's and, like and not allowed like that one, the principal, he's like, if, when, if I had been principal when that was going on, I would have done something, you know, yeah, like, yeah, like a kind yeah. of more good guy. And yeah. they were kind of being there like, quiet yeah. down, you know, like, yeah. you know, totally. keeping everything under control sort of. Yeah. But Mark Ruffalo gets back from all the stuff he has to do for 9-11 related stuff. And gets the records finally. Yeah, which is great. Like him, like going down. I love this whole thing of like oh, yeah, trying to get in the door, <laughs> and then he like doesn't wait. let him in, and then he like waits, and for he's like just hours. Like, as soon as the guy opens, yeah, opens yeah. the elevator with his coffee yeah, and his like yeah. breakfast, he's yeah. like stands up and yeah, is like right there. He's been waiting there like, for however long. This guy yeah. doesn't sleep. Like he I just totally love. Does. Like, yeah, it's yeah. so good. And then has to like the life to make copies, but then the copy has to go to the judge first. So good because the records are there, but the judge, even the judge, is like. Being like, are you sure this is a good idea? And yeah. It's like, they're public. It doesn't like matter whether. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. You know. And then he, the copy rooms close. So then it gives the guy like 80 bucks to like make copies. Yeah. 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 No, it's so a great, good. It's a great process. Oh yeah, totally. That's when you know they're not doing it to sell, to make money. Like they're just like, these journalists are just obsessed with their work. Like they're just like, so we have to go do this. Let's thing. just do this. Yeah. Like, let's just take these guys down. Yeah. Like, yeah. and the more they dig into it, the more yeah. they want to take them down. Well, and, that's, just, and then Mark Ruffalo, they've got these 12 importantish documents yeah. that sort of prove stuff. But I don't remember what it is. Like it shows that there's like, it doesn't show it's just not enough. Basically. Yeah. It's like, like letters to and from people. Yeah, it's got good stuff, but it doesn't fully show carnal lobby involved. Like to it, shows, it shows one priest that knew and did nothing. Yeah. And stuff like this. And that means a lot would know, but it's just, it's not, it's not, it's not enough. Yeah. doesn't capture the whole thing. And Mark Ruffalo is angry about that. Yeah, classic scene that showed every clip of spotlight previews. Yeah, of, it gets it all mad. Yeah, and they did nothing. It could have been you. It could have been me. It could have been any of us. And it's probably one of the least powerful scenes in the movie. Weirdly, <laughs> I always thought it was good, but it's, it's fine. I just mean it's like it's probably like bottom. Like it's probably like in the top ten, but it's probably like nine, like number nine. That scene, like right. 
there's like for sure like five yeah, or more no, other totally. scenes that are way that more. That are carry more weight. Yeah. But it's funny that that scene alone probably earned him the Oscar not. <laughs> <laughs> that and him scratching his head. Yeah, um, yeah, that was genius. Goes Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams was also nominated, actually. She was. Okay, good. There you go. So we do not. Okay, perfect. Which is a much more subtle performance than Mark Ruffalo's. <laughs> she's, yeah. It's like she's doing him, <coughs> but in a less aggressive way. She's doing a couple times she even has this kind of like face and tone of speaking mm-hmm, sort of mm-hmm. but it just feels way pulled back yeah yeah totally yeah it is a very reserved performance but um, i like performances like that a lot beetlejuice meets the catholic board guy in the bar they have yeah. some conversation i don't know maybe it doesn't matter it's good stuff it's just yeah. always yeah and it's just always them being that whole back and forth yeah. yeah case rules in favor of the globe finally who is the case of suing oh yeah the church it rules in favor in of the favor of the globe, globe yeah which is great so they now everything's public but it's this thing of where they're like, we can't. So they're going to write an article, but they're like, we can't write it. We can't release it at Christmas. and Post 9 11 f- at Christmas. At Christmas, because that's just too, you too know, much going sad. on. And they're like, we could do it in the new year before the files become public, but we need to get confirmation yeah. on our priest from someone. Yeah. So I love Beetle all that juice. stuff, like all the time. It's so good. It's so like, fun. It makes like, it so real. Like, like, you're okay, just like, like, yeah. what's, it's like, well, the files are great. But actually, we want to do it before yeah. then because some other people will get their hands on the files and do a yeah. bad job of exactly reporting this. Yeah, and I'm I'm totally with them. I'm like, no, it can't get in the hands of another I know, newspaper. I know like, you're, so, totally you're so their team. multiple times things happen, and you're yeah. so desperate for not. To oh, get totally. The hands of and like Leah Shribbler or whatever yeah. his name is is like he is the he's the man. Like I trust him with my whole. He's heart. keeping everything really oh, boy. on the tracks. He's encouraging stuff. to his team. Yeah, he's not fake. Yeah. So Beetlejuice says, I can maybe get, I can get someone on the inside or from the other side. Yeah. And they're like a priest. He's like a lawyer, meaning his friend goes and visits his friend. Yeah. His friends at his own home. And his friends are just like already done with him. And he's like, get out of my house kind of thing. And then comes outside and he's like, you lay all this like on me sort of thing in my own home, in my own home. And, and I mean, and Beetlejuice is saying like, it was all of us kind of thing, right? To him, yeah. does he say that sort of thing? Then I think not yet. I think and he's kind of coming to terms with the fact because well, he says like, "Why didn't you do anything before?" Yeah, like the friend says that to yeah. Him. And then he kind of realizes, "Oh, like, it's kind of I don't know." Like I guess just yeah, like, it's not acceptable. Yeah, I have no excuse. Yeah, but he gets confirmation. The guy yeah, like, circles, circles all the names, being like yeah. signs his name. Yeah, and then basically they just do it. They're just like like release write that paper. article, release it. It happens. The receptionist says, great article, guys. Yeah. yeah. Guy throws the copy on the house nearby with pedophile priests in yeah. it. Read this. It's, it seemed they, got, they had people this. staying in because they thought it was going to be all crazy, like protests and all stuff, like at the Globe. But yeah. it's like super quiet. Nothing's super happening. Super quiet. Who is it again? Who goes in again? Is it? It's, uh, it's, it's, it's Michael Mark, Keaton and, and Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. They're like running in downstairs. Yeah. It's like empty. Yeah. And she's like, I've sent some of my girls down to spot by like your zone. Yeah. Because they need helpers. They go over. Yeah. And then there's like yeah, six people in there. Yeah. Like answering phones. Rachel McAdams is like, it's mostly victims. Yeah. And it's just like been constant sort of thing. Yeah. And then answers a phone, you know, like, and then it's just. It's like, like zooming out. And I actually, I thought, man, it's an underwhelming ending, but I actually love it. Because it, it's sort of. It's, yeah, it's, it is like, a good ending. It's quiet. It's like, it's a mix of that. It's quiet, but it's actually so noisy yeah. in reality. In the yeah. background, the hidden kind of noise. Yeah. All the chaos of, you know. Yeah. I'd love. Part of me wanted to see like it end with a bunch of priests in handcuffs, like, <laughs> which sounds so corny and insane. But like, just get these guys. That's like, like the fake. That's like the that would joke be like, ending yeah. in in the Big Short. Right. He's like, 
but he was wrong. Like all the big banks went to jail. Oh and, like, yeah, yeah, you know, they were broken so up, and like and it's like no, no, that happened. None of that happened. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe if like Michael Bay directed or something, that would be happening. Oh, but, that's what would happen. Yeah. yeah, he'd have like a priest get like shot. Yeah, yeah. in the head, and everyone would be like cheering, or and something. then he'd like come back to life, like, <laughs> yeah, like turn into a robot or something. Yeah. <laughs> All the priests are just like robots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great ending. And like the the whole, the way that they shoot, because there's so many shots in this movie of the office. <laughs> and the way that they shoot the office is so good. It's of like good, yeah. Michael um, Keaton on the phone having a conversation. You have the three people in the foreground. I was just noticing this. And then he's like, as he's talking, like one person notices, the second person notices. And then he gets on the phone and says, hey, guy, and the third guy notices. Like it's just little details like that of the blocking yeah. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. the four of them working. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like the same one in the last shot of the of the film with all of them down there in the spotlight. It's just like so like it's very um, good attention to detail and like totally like supplements the story, too, of like the different characters. Like Mark Ruffalo is obviously going to be the <clears> first one to notice because he's like. The yeah, he's the the guy who rubs his hands before he eats pizza. He's doing that sort of stuff, you know. He's acting. Um, he's really acting. He knows what's up. He's in a movie. He's like, oh, he's in a movie, and he's thinking and he that. It. Like yeah. he's like, he's like, I'm in a movie. I'm an actor. Yeah, my name's Mark Ruffalo. I'm an actor. Yeah. But right now, I'm playing a reporter for the Boston. Globe. Yeah, yeah. And my reporter, like, he like rubs he's his twitch. Hands you know, he runs. Yeah. He goes on runs. He's, he's an antsy guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's you know he's, he doesn't know what tea time is. He used to drive a taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> totally. So that's it. That's Spotlight. It's good. Good movie. Well, the th- credits, Howard Shore's score comes back in yeah, hot. See all the stats. Stats. Oh, the stats, yeah. The stats are really depressing. Yeah. yeah I mean, it like, lists what? all the towns of where <clears throat> it happens. Yeah. A thousand kids have been molested in the Boston area. Yeah. Yeah. By that have come out. That have come out. That's the other really upsetting part about it is like so much of it's still hidden. Yeah. And that and hit, that hidden damage, the effects of it are like you know happening but unknown. Yeah, the cause and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, it's like there's so many millions of questions you can get Ugh. into. Like there's all the yeah, like the questions about like celibacy and like right. the, that stuff so big and the connection like yeah. And there's like that is about the that is know, the, the organization problem, of the church, though, isn't it? Well, I don't know. Like I just I'm not sure exactly what the inherent well, there's so many problem. inherent problems, but just yeah. like. You have these priests that vow to be celibate, yeah. and then you, it's just, I don't know, this movie just makes me think more and more that they're just setting the priests up for, to become like this. Yeah. It's sort of like uh, enabling or something it in some is way. Like enabling, yeah. yeah. And like the other comment earlier on the movie of the, the what's his name? Richard, Richard Sipe. Richard Sipe says like. I was thinking about Richard Speck. The oh, Richard. Spree killer. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> Richard Sipe. <laughs> Richard Sipe, um. Says like, oh yeah, they're all having sex, sort of thing. Yeah, well, like, and that's the thing. He's like makes that point. He's like, not all with children. Like, there's lots of like, you know. And which, that was that's so sad. And, and that was so much like, of his research. Like, he was like, like I was even reading about it, like he, this percentage with mm-hmm. kids under thirteen. This percentage with like older women. This percentage with older men. Like, there's there's kind of just affairs and and sexual abuse and sexual acts all over the place. Yeah, it, it, like it ends up being like half of research right, interacting totally. sexually. And like that with, makes sense to me of like it's not that many people who are some priests are gonna engage in prostitution or some yeah, are yeah. addicted to pornography yeah. and some like, you know yeah I mean? yeah it's all this stuff right but it's just because of the vow of celibacy then they just all their sin is become secret like yeah. they just have to yeah. lie about it i would sure that i'm sure that's where that the secrecy problem would be a thing but it's like yeah. it's obviously not whole crux of the problem because it's not like the evangelical Protestant oh, church yeah. hasn't seen its fair share of abuse, of and abuse, and, addiction and to pornography, problematic and sexual yeah, stuff, totally all over the place. You know, 
Totally. Yeah. So, it's, 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 it's not like the evangelicals and Protestants are guilt free of this at all. Yeah, exactly. Probably there, some point we should get more into to more into this issue. Yeah. But, sexuality in the church. Or yeah, totally. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. there is something inherently bad about the way the Catholic church is set up that it does enable this. I do feel like that. Yeah. Though. Yeah. And I feel like it's through probably the celibacy thing, but also just probably the um, hierarchy yeah. of the Catholic church right, itself or something. Yeah. Like, and, and the, and the false trust in, like you know, a priest has way way more. Um, yeah, yeah. Than just like a, like well, what like influence or power influence or, or power than, than a, like a, a lay pastor or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they're they're put on a pedestal. Yeah. Um. And I I don't agree with that. I think yeah yeah that's bad. I think that we're all equal and we're yeah. all equally um have that evil and sin within us. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But because it's a priest, we just assume that, well, not we, but like people just assume yeah. that they can do no wrong or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and generally the church suffers from this in all forms, yeah. it, like in all types of church, like whether you're Catholic or Protestant yeah. in different realms sort yeah. of thing, like Protestants are bad for it with like missionaries <coughs> or, you know, like there's like equivalents, mm-hmm. you know. Of where people are held up on pedestals. Like, yeah. Oh, totally. We can't, even it's we just, haven't sorted it out. Oh, yeah. Not at all. Thing, you know, like there's a lot of that yeah. issue all but over But that's the a place. huge part of the problem is like. For sure. In that case. Yeah. Is like, I think that maybe the solution and maybe this is kind of bringing all the priest movies back together is yeah. like, there's a, there's a constant theme in all of these priest movies in that these priests suck. They're not good priests. They're not good priests. And like, that's what we need to acknowledge. Like, yeah. It's, it's basically priests are like the characters in the Bible yes. where they're held as you see them, you know, they're held so much as this, Oh, they're the heroes. Totally. The, and it's like, no, the whole point of them is actually teach us that they're the bad ones. Totally. And like, that's why I think Calvary, like Brendan Gleeson's character is maybe the best priest of them all because he is the most humble and he yeah. knows the evil he, that exists. Most self self understanding and whatever. He, yeah. yeah, totally. And yeah. like, he, he knows that he's not a good person and he admits that like there's, he's, he's so much integrity. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And humility. And yeah. like that's, and you look at the priest in the spotlight of that cardinal and stuff, and you immediately <laughs> know that this guy's fake. <laughs> this guy's bad. Yeah. Oh, like just yeah. the, as soon as he opens his mouth, you're like, this yeah. guy's a fake. So maybe that's the message is that like, we can't put people on a pedestal of like, yeah. they are more divinely inspired or divinely gifted than the next yeah. person because we're, we're all equally sinful. We're all equally falling short of God's grace. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Not that that's going to cure everything, but no, but I think, I think, I think this it's, is yeah. it's a good attitude to hold. Yeah. yeah. A good, like, f- that's the thing is like first step. I don't know. Yeah. You, know? you can't, in order to acknowledge and fight and cleanse of the sin in your life, you have to come at it head on. Yeah. You can't pretend that it's not there and keep it hidden. Yeah. And that's the, pro- that's the problem with, yeah. with the Catholic church, I think is yeah. that it's keep pretending that it's not there and keeping it hidden. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. No, that's yeah. a huge, like has the, have they even admitted to it yet? Like, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, like, they, has the Pope, has Pope Francis? Well, he's been good, goodish about it, but I mean, I don't know. The, the Catholic Church always gives me the vibes of, like, the, the ja- <laughs> well, like the Japanese and their response to, like, stuff they did in, like, World War II to, like, Koreans, where they're always, right. like, they're like, well, kind of admit it, but right. we're always going to be a little bit reluctant to yeah. really kind of take full responsibility or be fully yeah. truthful about everything that's gone yeah. on or fully open or whatever. Yeah. You know? I can't remember if it, it's the Pope recently apologized for residential schools in Canada, or he hasn't done that yet. I can't remember yeah. what the news story was. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, I think no matter what, like the Catholic Church needs to do more to acknowledge this problem. Yeah, like a lot more. Like yeah, yeah. Well, because because celibacy. Like yeah, that? yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's it's like yeah. I don't know. And 
Christians just need to work harder at not being complicit in the like sins of their institutions or something yes. kind of thing. Right. It's yeah. It's not like yeah. It's a good. You keep bringing it back to that. Like we're not separating Catholics. Well, and no, no. I mean, like whatever. Like it is the yeah. church. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. There's differences for sure, but yeah, you're right. We do need to be better at uh, what yeah. did you say again? No, uh, like. I don't know, not being complicit in the sins or institutions yes, or totally. that line. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah something exactly. Like well, exactly. just because like, it's not like it's always, it's like, it's not like the Catholic church could do it without the push of the people. Right. Sort of thing. Yeah. Probably like in the same way that like, totally. I don't know. It's not like corporations can just do whatever they want. They do it because we continue to buy their products sort of oh, thing. Totally. And so it's, it sort of goes the same direction. Where, exactly. The civil rights movement was powerful, yeah. not because of Martin Luther King Jr. It's powerful because of the people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, good. Good Germans is a great comparison that Mark Ruffalo makes because that's that's what every like you know the Germans weren't the first good Germans or the last sort of thing right. with Nazi Germany. Like it, everyone has always been that in regards to all like yeah, it's mostly about the silent majority sort yeah, of thing. Or totally like the the inactive majority that's what or whatever it's perpetuating this. So it perpetuates yeah. almost everything. You yeah. know, it, it's more on totally, our own yeah. head than than these greater things. These yeah. greater things are just representations of our own yeah. self sort of thing. It's like the the Hotel Rwanda thing of like you uh, you see it on the news. You see people getting chopped up with machetes, and then you go back to eating your dinner. Yeah. Exactly. Which is, that's Joaquin Phoenix that says yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. the most depressing idea, but it's so true. Yeah. And yeah. it's so sad. Yeah. And uh, that's totally the silent majority. And, like, when the this newspaper came out, revealing all these priests in Boston. Yeah. I imagine that's what happened with the most of humanity. Yeah. 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 Is they read the newspaper and said, that's horrible. And then went back to watching TV and eating their dinner. Exactly. And I'm for sure guilty of that too. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Especially sort of in the, this day and age where yeah. you hear that all these things in the news all the time, it's just like yeah, you hear it, you say that's horrible, and yeah. then you can't do anything about it. Yeah, or you you feel like you can, and then you forget about it. Or yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, we're just we're just so aware of all the badness that you just the only option is to become desensitized because if yeah. you actually truly cared all the time, you'd either be committing your whole life to doing something about it, or you'd kill yourself. Right, like these exactly. have to be the only actual response yeah. if you so actually, rather, if anyone truly felt. It. Yeah, totally. And that's why we turn to things like uh, you need to distract TV, or just ignore alcohol, or, yeah. food, even like yeah. just, even like just sugar, anything, like just, just anything to distract yeah, you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, or it's, you just numb yourself to it as much as you can in terms of just not you know you don't you don't fully invest and then it's just uh, I've seen it six hundred times. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, thousand school shootings. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. It's hard. Yeah. And yeah, when I watch movies like this, I'm just reminded of like, I don't know, like you said, the silent majority, like of yeah. how, how much is not being done to fight things like this. Yeah. It's very like sobering to think about. And like, ugh, it's just such a massive, like it's such a massive thing to fight against. Yeah. I think it always comes back to that, like Jacques Ulul thing, which I think he like coined the think globally, act locally. Yeah. Be aware of the big problems, yeah, which but I love that. Just attempt to do good where you can, totally. sort of thing. Yeah, totally. And like that does make a difference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. One hundred percent, it makes a difference. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sick. Nice. Well, if you guys would like to send us your thoughts on movie spotlight or on our priest movie mini series, um, you can send us an email at closet conversations podcast at gmail Hopefully, this volume came through. Yeah, it seemed to think it was coming in quiet, which is yeah, really weird. So we'll see. <laughs> um, we're also not talking quieter. Yeah, but uh, I think our next mini series is going to be on conversations on sex. Right. Well, we've been working through we're that working one. Through it. We got to get a couple more episodes. Yeah, in, but 
the uh, the top movies miniseries we have going down still. Yeah, and it will. We're gonna have Steve Short as a guest yeah. for the top 2020. Yeah, tens. I think so. Yeah, and we'll probably conclude that one pretty soon. As pretty well. soon. Yeah. Uh, what's the other miniseries you have? Oh yeah, stories of people. Well, no, it's a different one, but I won't, okay, I won't. I'll, okay, sick. I'll keep it a surprise. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for listening, yeah, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks to all who emailed. Yeah, we got a bunch of emails. Uh, they were great. We got an email of Doug Seward again. Oh, if you did, we acknowledge that. Yeah, I've, I just haven't read it yet. Oh, seriously, I haven't read it either. That means no, no. I, oh, I, is it, it was oh, one you replied oh, to a long time. Okay. Uh, who else emailed? Uh, Jacob Brooklyn. Yeah, I didn't know how to pronounce your last Jacob, name. Jacob. Jacob. Bro- Have you seen people's last names? Uh, sorry. Uh, we'll, we'll, bleep we'll, get out, we'll, we'll bleep out your last name. I've gotten to some of them. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways, thank you for yeah. emailing. Yeah. We love it. It's awesome. Oh yeah. No, it is great. good. It's yeah. sick stuff because we do want to create a dialogue. Like I think, do we? Yeah. I, I think don't know. So. I, like, I, it's we're not doing some amazing thing. We're, like, <laughs> we're talking at like 12 at night about like a priest movie that not many people have seen, but well, like, I mean, probably like, well, maybe not. I don't know. Around. Part of me is like glad that. Like, uh, I was talking to Kyle recently. He was listening. From yeah. Podcast. Part of me is glad that we have been able to, people have been actually listening and they have been like thinking about things. Yeah. I mean, have, it, not even in terms of the dialogue necessarily with us, but yeah. uh, hopefully it means people go and talk about stuff in theory. I mean, not, not, yeah. and not in any, like, this is an important thing way, but in terms of like, I don't think it is. It's just like, just more talking usually leads to more good things. Most of the time. Yeah. It's just nice that it's not just two people talking in like this endless void. Like there's actually something yeah. external coming of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this has been Closet Conversations, Boston edition. <laughs> trying to think of some bad joke to like one you wouldn't like yeah, to yeah. beat you to what you were so, yeah, planning to like, do. Do you like a baby voice? Like, do it, do it, do it. Except do it. no, you would like that. So I was trying to think of something oh, inappropriate said, to say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like that. Like, but I was saying, I'm going to do something that you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you, like. you did it by saying the boss something. Like yeah. I saw, I was like, you're planning yeah, something. And, yeah. And, and I was thinking like, to myself, boss, like, yeah. I need to say something about like yeah. sex or something. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. But then you would have been excited, actually, yeah, yeah. if I talked about sex. So that yeah. wouldn't have worked. We're ending the podcast. <laughs> okay. My okay. name is Josh. My name is Luke. See you guys. Bye. I packed that moving van very well. Oh, okay. Well, and bragging now. <laughs>